0: Buddy, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawaski, That man ate all our
1: shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And
0: Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than
1: <laughs>
0: <man>.
1: <laughs>
2: Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast brought to you by our sponsors: Charlie the bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. For those watching on YouTube, you got an early treat right there. Yeah, (laughs) because I toasted with my (laughs) misshapen water bottle that definitely looks a little more phallic now that I think about it. It is a little crooked. Let's take a drink.
3: Yeah, I I toasted with my Miller High Life, and Rick showed his crooked water, so to speak. (laughs) So we're off to a blazing start. Happy Fourth of July! We're recording this on the Fourth of July. Uh, yes, right around right around noon, so I figured Fourth mm-hmm. of July. Yep, the second most American thing you can do today. Nice. Uh, we'll just leave yeah. it at that. Um, yeah. So anyway, thanks for joining us. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the old TikToks. That TikTok, by the way, that we mm-hmm. did, we'll get to it. Our first uh, chewing the fat uh, segment had around since last check. Eighteen thousand TikTok views. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah, it really blew up. So that's awesome. We'll keep doing those as we go. Rick and I will try to find a day this week to do another one, but we got to see how what schedules allow. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the uh, Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash I'm Fat Pod. Of course, our t Public shop. The link is in our bio. Make sure if you have anything to buy at Tea Public, you do it with our link because we get a little kickback for that. What else, Rick? Anything else? Make sure you're subscribed on our uh, wherever you YouTube. listen to your podcasts, and go to the YouTube.com/slash I'm Fat Podcast and subscribe to that page there. And uh, I think that covers all the proper's, right? Yeah, it's a uh,
2: it's a hot one out there these few yeah. days. Yesterday, today, well, so Saturday, Sunday, or no, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I know what day it is. I promise. <laughs> Little toasty for the fats, so you know. While you're getting ready for your cookout, you're, get, you're prepping the meat and all that stuff, you know, prep your own meat. Get that gold bond on there early.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> prep your meat. That's a, that's the best advice we can give. So as happens every week, Rick and I start texting like, all right, when do we want to record this week? What's mm-hmm. going on? And the holiday weekend throws a wrench into kind of everything. But I also kind of realized like I hadn't really done much this week in terms of Same. food adventures aside from chewing the fat. Which, again, we'll get to. So um, I had something in mind that I wanted to do this week. And okay. I texted Rick and I said, I have a surprise for you on the podcast. So, Rick, mm-hmm. check your texts. I just sent you, uh, I just sent you photos okay. of my culinary adventures yesterday. Um, had to drive out to Indiana. Oh, wait, they're still sending. <laughs> the, the oh, if you went to Indiana, then I might know what this is. <laughs> the Wi Fi is just sizzling fast in my house as I stall yeah. for the photos to complete sending. They're coming well, and they're coming and they've been delivered. <laughs> oh, shit. Jay went to Qdoba. He we went to Qdoba and somebody, so somebody last week on Twitter, and I'm sorry I didn't write the name down, uh, sent me a video of two dudes on the internet like arguing. Qdoba versus Chipotle. And yeah. these two guys had a very like convincing argument in favor of Qdoba. So I'm like, mm-hmm. screw it. Let's go. Hope's like, yeah, well, we haven't been there in a while. Let's go. Yeah. So I'll say this. There are things Qdoba does better. Mm-hmm. But I, will, I, I think, well, let's start. Okay. So okay. I got the three tacos. Okay. I got the basic chicken. Mm-hmm. They have a Cholula chicken which is like a promotional yeah. flavor right now. Yeah, And then I got the pork. Mm-hmm. And the pork is what the video convinced me to go try again. Okay. The pork at Qdoba is better than Chipotle's. Okay. I will say that. It's a more robust flavor. Mm-hmm. It's smokier. It's um, it's not as dry as Chipotle's carnitas can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also say their chips are better, and their queso is obviously better. Yeah. They also have a Diablo queso now. Yes,
2: they do. And
3: Hope got that in her bowl. Mm
2: -hmm. And that
3: was fantastic. Yes. So, okay, cool. Qdoba also has a ton more options in terms of things to Mm -hmm. put on top. So, pico, multiple salsas, cojita cheese, um, pickled onions, Regular mm-hmm. onions, cilantro. So there's a lot of different things you can add. Whereas yeah. Chipotle is and like, and they're not extra either. They're not extra, right? So they win in the topping options. I just mm-hmm. the only I, I just think that generally Chipotle's meat is better because mm-hmm. I don't like the way Qdoba cubes their meat. Like the chicken is chopped really, really fine in little fine squares. Yeah. Whereas I prefer like the bigger chunks of meat okay that chipotle has and i think chipotle is not tortilla chips but actual tortillas <laughs> are better okay. so it's kind of like just for me like a taste thing like whatever you're in the mood for sure but i felt better about qdoba than i felt about it in a long time nice. Addie on the other hand said tell ricky has bad taste <laughs> Wow. <Well, laughs> but she got I've... a quesadilla Okay,
2: like but they did, I'm trying to think. I try, I can't even think of the last I've had their quesadillas before. But I'd be lying if I said it's been in the last few years at
3: least. Well, what they did on this one was they mm-hmm. make the quesadilla and then okay. you know obviously she got chicken, sour cream, cheese, yeah. weird, and cheese, okay. and then they fold it and then they fold put cheese on it. top. Oh, they put cheese on top. Yeah, so I know they, that's
2: a. Th- I know that's a thing they offer. I didn't know that was like a default.
3: Well, maybe it's not. But she ordered this yeah. like specific. Baked, okay. Whatever it was called. Sure. And it's almost like the, if you had the grilled cheese burrito at Taco Bell, yeah, the same idea with the layer of melted cheese on top. So, okay. and, and hope loved her bowl. She got the mm-hmm. pork too. The pork is fantastic. Yeah. Their pork is way better than Chipotle's I think. But it, I don't think the gap is as wide as I had made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just, I had to go to Indiana to find one. And I think I'm sure. just like Russ, our buddy Rush Schneider, was showing us like, he's got a bunch really close to him. Yeah. I'm in a black hole of Qdoba. There's, there's none around me. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to Cherville to get it. So. Jeez. Yeah, oh, by the way, driving, going to Indiana is like going to another country. Dude. It's so weird. <laughs> like so many ways. As soon as you cross the border. Well, first of yeah. all, gas is like a dollar cheaper, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but like, there's like these weird restaurants that hit, like left Illinois, like 20 years ago. Like <laughs> they retired to Indiana, yeah, like minor Dunn. Do you remember minor Dunn? was like a, that like sounds a, like
2: a name thing. You and me and herb have done yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like major, right? <laughs> yeah. Major Dunn. Um, yeah, it was like, uh, like a, like an old timey burger shop. Okay. Um, there Did they was have a cock robin there. It was probably there's round the clock, which you is like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, Indiana's weird, but um, hey, we had Qdoba, and then we stopped off in Cherville nice. at the Dairy Bell, um, which is like their kind of version of Dairy Queen.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I had to say. with Taco Bell? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's Bell. disgusting. That's
3: horrible. Um, but Dairy Bell, really good. Their flavor of the month was Dreamsicle. So I got Ooh. Dreamsicle soft serve on a waffle cone, and that was great. So nice. dairy, there's a okay. bunch of Dairy Bells in Indiana, but...
2: A- beefy cheesy Sunday. <laughs> oh,
3: <God. laughs> taco bell will do that by the way before they bring the double decker back oh, oh this leads us nicely into the before we uh, we got to get to the stupid ass cheese cheese it thing they're trying to push
2: oh yeah it's
3: ridiculous yeah
2: like i i get it you might be getting some sort of kickback off of having the cheese it brand like mixed with taco bell but like come on man like that
3: no just no no okay so if you haven't seen this the big cheese it tostada it is a i don't know probably like six by six inch uh cheese it just a giant cheese it topped with beef and cheese and lettuce and tomato but who asked for this that's the question with so much stuff
2: especially like some of the random junk that taco bell's been throwing out there Who's asking for it? No one. It's always a question because no one's like, you know what? I always like to put in my Mexican food or my Mexican food. Cheese
3: it's (laughs) like the air quotes. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, why? No, it's just not necessary. It's just no one wants this. Bring back the classics Mm -hmm. that everybody wants. Keep the Mexican pizza permanent. Right. I get it. Part of, like, what makes Taco Bell what they are is, like, the viral aspect of it. Sure. And it gets it it plants the seed. I understand the purpose of it, but I don't know. Just give me what I want instead, and I'll be there more often. Exactly. Like, your, your novelty item might get me in the door. Right. But I'm probably not going to come back for that.
2: No. You know what people don't really need? Cheez-Its with their Taco Bell. You know what they do need? The goddamn caramel apple empanada.
3: You will die on this hill and I will help you. Well, I will not help you die, but I will. (laughs) I'll help you on that hill because your description of these makes me want to try them really, really badly. And I've never had them before. It's so good. It was so good.
2: Yeah, it's. There's got to be a place, and I'm sure there is, that does a more like. Realistic isn't the right term, but, you know, authentic and even though authentic is a really very loaded term for anything coming from Taco Bell. But like I've had, well, actually, I have had a like caramel apple, actually, uh, but not like with the super crispy, like sugared uh, outside. Mm -hmm. The the empanada place that used to be in the French market. Yes. Mm -hmm. Had caramel, had like caramel apple empanadas, basically. And it was
3: so good. Okay, well, I'm looking here. There is a place in Homewood. Yes, that's where I'm from, Homewood. uh, called Empanadas, uh, 1943 Ridge Road. Mm -hmm. They do have an apple empanada, apple slices, brown sugar, and cinnamon. So it's not the caramel apple. Uh, They also have a banana Nutella uh, empanada. Mm -hmm. Next time you visit me, we should tr- you, we should go to this place. I think you'd okay. really like it. It's it's fantastic.
2: I think at Fall Fest I got something. From oh them. yeah, yeah. You because yeah.
3: th- they used to just be at all the festivals, and then mm-hmm. they finally opened like a proper storefront. Nice. Um, and it's it is beautiful. The building looks awesome, and it's one of those places that's kind of out of sight, out of mind for us. Like and we never kind of go, like directly that way.
0: Okay, um,
3: but we're like, oh, we should go to empanadas, and every time we do, we're like, I'm really glad we did that. That place is. It's really, really good, yeah. and uh, I guess they have, I'm not going to get soup in the winter, but or in the summer. But apparently, they have really good soup, so huh. I'll well, let people, you know in the fall.
2: <laughs> people that get
3: soup in the summer, terrorists. Oh my god! We so Addie had a couple of softball games a few weeks ago, and it was hot, and mm-hmm. uh, we were in uh, Frankfurt. So Hope's aunt, who lives in Frankfurt came to the game and said, "Hey, why don't you guys between games come home and and we'll make lunch. We'll grill some hot dogs or whatever." I'm like, "Great. We have an yeah. hour to kill." So we do that and then she's like, "Who wants broccoli cheddar soup?" I'm like, "Oh, a heavy soup?" Like, nobody should answer yes right now. No. <laughs> I was like being, trying to be polite like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty full from the hot dogs, I'm I'll pass, but no, I don't want soup. It's 90 no. degrees out. Especially a heavy soup." Yeah. Like, "Oh, yeah." No. No not good yeah
2: like that's like certain articles of clothing and soup only belong <laughs> in cold months yes which there are plenty of around here so stop trying to make fetch happen in the summer yeah it's basically november to may it's cold yeah. here so
3: uh, at least You've got that.
2: plenty of time yeah stop trying to force your soup
3: on me yeah jerks even though i do <clears throat> very much love hope's aunt she's great yeah and oh. she made this hot dogs, so you know you nice. can't be that mad um, I, I by the way a return, she's one whose yeah. husband has a in his garage a rack mm-hmm. of Nike monarchs <laughs> like in in various uh like in various forms mm-hmm. like uh levels of wear
2: nice to own the libs yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's, like, the <laughs> bright white ones for, like, the yeah. big, for, like, important events. Yeah, formal, yeah, formal outings. Then there's, like, oh, a little more casual, like they're a little bit dirty. Yeah. And then there's, and like, then the cut in the grass ones. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I actually, years ago, took a picture of the rack and sent it to Spice Adams, and he did actually have uh, some sort of response to it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's the, the Monarch uh, rack. Yeah. It was... So,
2: w- when I first moved here to my condo, in si- just because that's what you did... I always kept at least like a pair of crappy shoes with me because you always keep a pair of crappy shoes for when you have yep. to cut the lawn. It took me like a year to realize you don't have to cut the lawn dumbass. why do you have these <laughs> these crap shoes with you
3: just when you so, hear, when you hear the lawn crew show up you just put them on for support <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes exactly yeah. like yeah it's just an instinct it's it's just what you do when you grew up with the yard because. At one point, it was my yard and my grandma's yard. Yep. And it was like Saturday would generally be the day where I would do uh, uh, our yard, and then Sunday I would go to my grandma's, we'd watch football, and I would do their yard.
3: I love cutting the lawn, man.
2: Yeah, it was something that I really didn't mind, unless it was like crazy hot out. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those like therapeutic type things.
3: Addie went yesterday, hopes dad had a cornea transplant. Which is like a major, major eye surgery. It's basically an organ replacement. Uh, So he can't do anything physical for like a month. So he wanted to pay Addie to cut the lawn. And this, I'm going to, it's old man hour, okay? Yeah. She took like five breaks, water breaks. Like, do I need to rest? I go, get out there and finish the freaking lawn. Like, it would have taken me 25 minutes to cut this lawn. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I need a break. I need to eat. I'm like, by the time you finish cutting the back, the front's going to have regrown. <laughs> Get out there and cut the damn lawn. Because I was Did afraid me- when we went over there that she was going to take the job for me. Yeah. Like she's going to start doing it at our house. But no, our yard's too big. It would take her three days to finish with all of her breaks <laughs> and everything. So that would try safe. and
2: make her a participation trophy for finishing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Great. Good job. And then my, my father-in-law gave her $30. Yeah. Like What? Yep. And hope was pissed. She's like, used to pay me five. Mm-hmm. It's inflation.
2: That, yeah. It, it's inflation. <laughs> and it's also
3: grandkid versus your own kid. Absolutely. Yeah. I already yeah, my... love my grandkid more than I love my daughter. And I don't even know if I'm going to have a grandkid, <laughs> but it's, i'm like oh someday i might have a grandkid i love that kid whoever it is (laughs) oh i
2: get to send that kid home when they're annoying yes
3: great that's the best yeah that's the best um
2: so a place that actually i should take my niece pretty soon is uh i had my second trip to the donut experiment in Lombard. three donuts all delicious so i got now I think two of these are the same as what I got the first time. I'll be li- I'd be lying if I said I remember, but I know one for sure. The, the, and this is one of those basically, not build your own, but just like they give you a like a little like checklist, and right? You get to choose one of this, one of this, one of this to go on your cake donut, and the key to all of it is how light the cake donut is. Like I would say it's lighter than
3: the Telerico Martin one. Ooh. So if like, you don't know, by the way, those are the ones at 7-Eleven. Yes. That are, and at Fry the Coop, by the way. Mm-hmm. So that's
2: just, a, if you need a reference point, lighter than that on t- in terms of the cake donut. So I got the vanilla icing okay. with Fruity Pebbles. Incredible. Mm-hmm. You get the texture difference. You get that flavor in there. Yeah. It was awesome. Second one I got, caramel icing with cinnamon sugar. Ooh. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that's a winner right there. That one and was and the textures too. Mm-hmm. Loved it.
2: Absolutely. Th- that was probably my favorite of the three donuts. Okay. And then the last one, chocolate icing with chocolate chips and a raspberry drizzle. Ooh,
3: that sounds real good. Yeah
2: like they have options there for the drizzle and it's basically you get to choose an icing, a topping and a drizzle if you want all for the same stock price.
3: All right, we got to try this place. This is uh we're always looking for weekend adventures to to yeah, have. Yeah,
2: it, it's a it's that it's that Murderers Row right across the street from Yorktown Mall where it's now there's a ramen place that opened up. Yep. So there's the ramen place next to the sushi place. Go right across like the the way is and it's still like within the same area is bat 17 which i went yep. to a while back which is next to the uh burrito paradilla. like that's a chain place that's pretty much everywhere which is then the donut experiment which is then a bricks pizza and then it's right across from the patio
3: that this is a good reminder by the way that anything we talk about and anything we have uh, actually had mm-hmm. on the podcast is on the i'm fat map so if it, if it meets our standard of approval, and most places do, because we're fat, um, mm-hmm. you can find it on the I'm Fat map, including a lot of the places Rick is talking about. Um I just had something to ask you. Damn it. Donuts. Donuts,
2: um <laughs> options, checklist. I don't know. It'll come uh, back to me.
1: Family ah, I...
2: sending your kid away.
1: Forgot.
3: Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's a good a time as any to remind people to go buy yourself a new Mazda at Mazda of Orland Park. And I am especially grateful for my Mazda this week because uh, Hope was driving Addie and her friend to softball camp in Burbank. And someone on the tri-state tried to get from the I-pass lanes to the cash lanes and cut over three lanes and hit Hope's car, the CX-5, uh, pretty severely and uh, at very high speed, and aside from some uh, body damage on the front of the CX-5, everybody's fine, everybody's safe, the car is drivable. So um, that's one part of the Mazda I have not spoken about yet is the safety element of it. We've been in three accidents in the CX-5 now. Um, None of them our fault. We got rear-ended once, one guy kind of stopped paying attention, so we veered out of his lane because he was gonna rear-end somebody and veered into our driver's side door. Um, and then this one that just happened, um, safe on all of them. And uh, so really, aside from it being a great and reliable vehicle, it's also a safe vehicle. So go to Mazda of Orlandpark.com or call 708-444-3200 and ask for Eric. He will get you started on the process. I just got my CX-30 last month, made my first car payment on it. Woo! Yeah. And uh, so it's a month old officially and uh, just driving the hell out of it. Uh, my buddy Brian. Uh, we went to pick up Addie at their house yesterday. He took it for a ride around the block a couple times Mm -hmm. because he's a car aficionado and he loved it. So, yeah, go get your own at Mazda of Orland Park. Um, we talked about the TikTok we did, yes, and our new segment, which we uh spent some time getting off the ground. But finally, Monday, I said to Rick, Hey, not doing anything. I actually went to Moon Mullen's uh Wake Mm -hmm. and said, I got some time to kill between work and the Wake. Want to meet me at Jay's Beef? And uh, Hanover, not Hanover Park, Har, uh, Harwood Heights. Harwood Heights. Thank you. I knew it had an H in it. And uh, went in there, and just f- as soon as we walked in the door, saw a lot of oh can- lot, a lot of cankles. No. Uh, <laughs> the, t- the two
2: guys in the back right were uh, were the two guys from the bike, the little try the bicycles or motorcycles <laughs> that used to be the logo. I mean, it was perfect. We like took one step in, and I was like.
3: We're home. Yeah, this is this is our place. Uh, and both, you know, I think our, our kind of our mindset when we try these places and a lot of people since then have sent a ton of suggestions. We have a ton of suggestions. And if you have a place you want us to try, hit us up. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. What kind of want to go with what puts the place on the map, right? So, yeah, we both got Italian beef. Rick, you got yours with did you get the provolone or the mozzarella provolone? OK, you got the provolone and the beef. I got the sweet peppers and the beef. We also got a large fry and a large onion ring to share. Mm-hmm. And I said it in the review, and if you wanna go watch it, uh, I'm Fat Pot on Twitter, on uh, TikTok rather, uh, as good of a beef sandwich as I've ever had. The, the juice yep. was delicious. Perfect amount of like salty and all the flavors you need in a, in a gravy. And it wasn't a soaking wet sandwich. Right. It was definitely wet enough where every bite mm-hmm. I had had that kind of like that spongy bite but yeah. it also wasn't falling apart in my hands. I thought it was terrific. Uh, the fries were good. The onion rings were great. I loved it. And now I know why everyone tells us, hey, go try Jay's beef in Harwood Heights because it was great.
2: Absolutely. You, like, you guys know I'm a little iffy when it comes to how much juice is like in the bread. I'd rather almost have it on the side and just be able to pour it over each bite. But that was like the perfect amount because it didn't feel like a race against the clock yeah and that's my thing is i don't want to like that's part of my issue sometimes with like well it's one way to be against the clock with the beef and cheddar from portillo's <laughs> it starts out as many one ways. Race, <laughs> starts out as one race against the clock and ends as another yeah but uh but no it was it's right up there i I don't know if I have definitive rankings, but it's a, like, top two or three beef I've ever had. Okay. It is incredible. Like, it was, like, a half hour for me to get there. I would make that half hour drive to get that beef again.
3: Yeah. It was, I I, thought, I mean, it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I went from the West Loop to Skokie for Moon's Wake. So that was, like, right in the middle. And I just, you know, on a whim. Hey, yeah. this is sort of a place people have said we should try, and it's kind of like yeah, close-ish for both of us. Let's give it a shot. So
2: yeah, hey, you're not working, thanks, Odyssey. Uh, <laughs> let's go do this. Okay, sure.
3: Well, now everybody's yelling at us that we have to go try Mr. Beef on Orleans, and that's in the city. Okay. So I don't know, you know, how willing you are to travel downtown and then like try to find sure. parking and all that crap. But uh, we should try something different than beef this time. Okay. So I sent you a place um Barbecue on Eth, I think it's E75th or E79th that mm-hmm. popped up in my timeline and it's a name I've heard forever. Yes. Um but I've never, never I've never tried it. Um so maybe that's a place we try next cuz I have been hankering for some good barbecue. Yeah. It's just it's, it's are you finding it harder to find good barbecue lately?
2: I mean my standbys are still there.
3: Yeah. So I'm kind of in a barbecue hole now that Maze is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and they're gonna reopen soon, but yeah, I just don't have anything like I have some chainy stuff around me, like there's patio, yeah. and patio is really good. Yeah, but I don't have that like down home kick-ass barbecue place. Yeah,
2: see, like I've got if I want to go one direction and members of one direction, I can go to Steamboat Barbecue, which is technically I think considered Wheaton. And then in the other direction, I can go to Oakbrook and uh, and go to Real Urban. Yeah. So I've got both of those. Are you, I'm telling which you, Which are man, great
3: options. I've said this before, but you and Lombard, you are in, like, the center of food. I mean, you have all the greats right. around you.
2: Yeah. You're in a great spot
3: to stay fat.
2: Oh, believe me. <laughs> I have stayed fat, and I expand.
3: <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, we'll see. So, again, if you have mm-hmm. suggestions for us, we'll try to, like, populate a list and... See what works with our schedules and, and you know, reasonable travel times. Yeah. Um, I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, hmm. I heard from our friend from the Wisconsin State Fair. Jen? Jen. Jen Puente, our, our friend from Between Two Fats last year. Yeah. The State Fair is in, I think, the first week of August we doing this i think we're doing this nice i think we're doing a chewing the fat deluxe edition <laughs> no, at the wisconsin good. state fair you know what we could do
2: if we really wanted to stretch it out and make things easy on us because you know stretching things out is what we're good at Yeah. Uh, we record a ton of them and then we just release them once a week yeah. for quite a while <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like okay here's august
0: yeah
3: right Here's the uh, s'mores burrito or whatever the hell they're going to have this year at the Wisconsin. Oh, State
2: dude, Fair. I can't wait. Jen gave us the date that they're releasing what the food's going to be. So we should probably have her on after, like, once the food's released. So, yes. you know, we can go through all 30 pages of the items on a stick
3: the st- <laughs> that, that, that are going to be <laughs> there. The items on a stick. And it's exactly what it is, too. Yep. Everything it, just, on a stick.
2: It's incredible. So I can't wait for that. Uh, I mean, we were planning on going last year. I know I had a whole thing planned last year to go up there with uh, Layla Rahimi and Jordan Malley. And then we looked at the weather and it's like, oh, it's going to be 95 plus. Yeah. With 90% humidity. Sounds fun. And really, and really great chance at rain. So we're like,
3: we're just going to take the L on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll dream about the food instead. But yeah, we yep. should talk to Jen again once the, the list is released. Um, she's a great guest. You could tell, she's done a million of these interviews, you can tell. Yeah. And uh she's delightful. She's delightful. Yeah. I have so, I don't know what her uh, marital status is, Rick, but I have visions <laughs> of you and her falling in love.
2: <laughs> can have, have the Unity cheese curd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's you gotta eat it like uh Lady in the Tramp yeah That's, yeah exactly just with the string between you yeah <laughs> i guess that would be a reverse lady in the tramp right you'd have to bite it and then pull back oh true we'll yeah. figure it out but if, yeah. we, if it gets to We're that point, we'll come up with a strategy don't worry yeah exactly
2: <laughs> yeah I, I can't wait to get up there to uh, see that and, and be around more of our people because north of that border
3: oh yeah friends our folks definitely oh, yeah. Yes, those are our peeps for sure. But yeah, I, I can't wait to mm-hmm. talk to her because everything she described was almost like if you had like a fat generator on the internet, like a fat, yes. a fat food item generator, and you just hit scramble,
1: mm-hmm. it would
3: like come up with you know pulled pork, uh, nacho tots. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yes. like okay, yeah, sure, sure that's be. that's a, it's, it's a random food generator, and they make it work because it's yep. Wisconsin. And yep. it's, uh, If it's got but cheese on it, it's there. Pork cheese and covered in chocolate, <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's like your Taco like Bell, uh,
3: your Taco Bell ice cream cone. We discussed. Yeah, earlier
2: exactly.
1: In the show. Um, um, go ahead. Okay,
2: so, I found this, and by, by finding this, I mean I was mentioned in this by uh, uh, by my other employer for uh, writing stuff for MBA. It's four for four. They put out a build your ultimate Fourth of July meal with fifteen dollars there. Okay. let me tell you as a company that that tries to find value in the betting market and the fantasy markets there's value on this board yeah you need to advise them
3: on the draft board next year
1: (laughs) yeah uh
2: mind you this is fine because it means we get either more food or better food right so i'll just i think what they were trying to do was in theory have people pick four items maybe but then everything could be at least four either way. It's flawed. I'll just run down. What's each dollar amount. Okay. Your $5 items, hot dog, chips. Okay. Ice cream, beer. Okay. Your $4 items, burger, corn, pie, mixed drink. Okay. Your $3 item, brats, potato salad, cookies, lemonade. The $2 items, sliders, mac and cheese, cupcake, iced tea. All right. And your $1 items,
3: salad. I don't know that word. Don't either. Baked beans. Salt? Hard A? Salade? I don't know. I don't know.
2: (laughs) So that thing, baked beans, berries, and
3: water. Okay. I see what they have done here. Sure. What they want you to do is pick one entree, one side, one dessert, and one drink. Sure, for no, every for every too... dollar item. However, there's okay. value so you can get more stuff. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to stick to what they're trying to do or are <laughs> we going act... <laughs> to No, <laughs> okay. I want I want more. Fair enough. I want more things. All right. All right. Uh all right, let's let's want to pick from the uh boy. Yeah, I this is uh do is... you want me to just run down my, my
2: meal while yeah, you're uh, yeah, finalizing yeah, go your thoughts? For it. Yeah, so we have $15
3: okay. to spend based on this $15 menu. $15 to spend. And again, if you're on YouTube, this is more enjoyable because you get to see the graphic.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> so at least it's like good pictures of all these things. I oh, don't know what that sure. salad thing is to know if it's good. We'll have to but, Google that. Right. So in terms of like your meats, I went with because I'm assuming you're at least getting a solid version of all of these things. Yeah. I went with the brat okay and the sliders okay so that's five dollars so i'm getting like a burger aspect here at a big discount at literally half the price yeah then the fact that mac and cheese is two dollars yeah that's a bargain what are we doing here like mac and cheese all day yeah so i'm here for that i'm doubling up on my desserts because there's too much value on the board right The cookies are three dollars here for it yep i know we're not the biggest cupcake people in the world but the cupcakes being two dollars when you think about the format here yes i'll sign up for that all day so that leaves me three dollars and while i'm not getting booze i'm gonna be food drunk and i'll top it off with some lemonade so brat slider mac and cheese cookie cupcake lemonade winning
3: that's that's really solid um i you know for me uh i have to do, i have to have beer and mm-hmm. it is overpriced on the fourth of july i need beer i'm sorry so yeah. that's gonna be my five dollar investment is the beer all right okay. i'm going burger for four so that's nine bucks okay three dollars i'm going cookies sure 12 give me two dollars for mac and cheese slam dunk that's 14 and mm-hmm. I'll take water for a buck because I need to pace myself on a hot day between beers. Okay. So burger, beer, cookies, mac and cheese, and water. That's solid. I'm happy. You know? And cookies are unlimited.
2: Right. I don't That's have to limit thing. it to,
3: you know, one slice of cake or one cupcake or whatever. I just mm-hmm. take as many as I can walk past.
2: Yes. Yeah. There's, I, obviously, by my choices, uh, I think there's a lot of value in that 2 and $3 range. Instead of going for that first pick, if you're willing to trade back and get a few more, get a few more picks and accumulate them in the middle rounds, I think, you're, I think you're at a great place with
3: this. I think I would have flipped burgers and hot dogs in terms of the entree. And that would have made yeah. my menu a, lot, like a, a little bit better. Because mm-hmm. I could just, I feel like on the fourth, I can have unlimited hot dogs. And I'm going to find out this afternoon. Yes. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with mine. That's probably what my plate would look like anyway. The fact that mac and
2: cheese is below potato salad.
3: Yeah, it's dumb.
2: And what are chips doing at $5? Unless they're just going for, okay, what's the most iconic, like, stuff? But, yeah, like, it's like, are a chips that I... Yeah, like... La lay. Like, I mean, I get it, like...
3: You need to you send know. a strongly worded email to your bosses at 444 and say... I,
2: yeah, I, I censored myself there, too, which is
3: good you for know, me. If you and I were smart, um, yeah. we would make something like this every year. Mm-hmm around okay. the holidays and, and get some uh, get some interaction on the old internets there but eh, yeah we'll figure that stuff everybody, out everybody everybody
2: else does it <laughs> yeah
3: whatever but sure hey if you know what's leads... better than
2: creating things yourself judging the people that do good point good point
3: <laughs> um you know what makes things really really well and we don't Afraid need it to judge every kitchen yes uh they've been going nuts on social media lately yes they and have. i shared to our i'm fat pod Instagram stories. A video of the giant mozzarella stick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It is a foot long mozzarella yep. stick, and the guy breaks it in half, and the cheese just oozes out of it. It just looks absolutely amazing. And
2: it's like a Pepper Jack cheese, yeah. too. So.
3: Oh, man, the place is so damn good. Oh, speaking yes. of Pepper Jack, real quick side note Merck's, okay. you know, Merck's cheese? Yeah. Uh, they have a Pepper Jack now, and it's fantastic. So find oh. that. Oh, yeah, find that and get it. I ate like an entire thing of club crackers in that one night. I'm like, that's oh, a healthy snack. Um, yeah. Anyway, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. It's not just the mozzarella sticks. It's all the I'm Fat items that we've mentioned. The I'm Fat mm-hmm. burger, the I'm Fat pizza, the I'm Fat mac and cheese. There I were s- some people on the uh, the old fan page that made it out to uh, Fredo's this week. Yes. Thank you for that. And thank you for tagging us and them in the mm-hmm. post. Very, and very helpful. And the merch. Wearing the merch, absolutely. We appreciate all that stuff. That is so helpful. You have no idea how helpful that is for us and for Fredo's and for everybody involved. So please keep that up if you go. Um, Just tag us and them together in your post, and and we would greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Fredo'sBakery.com, the best damn cookies I've ever had. No no joke. They are the best I've ever had. Order some cookies from Fredo'sBakery.com. You can't go wrong. And like we say every week, RC machine. I mean, what more do you need to know? It is at 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Stay tuned for more big news on Fredo's as the summer progresses. Follow them on Instagram for all your food porn needs at Fredo's Pizza. They also shared one of their chefs made a, um, it's like a barbecue bourbon pizza or something like that.
2: Yeah, I saw that video.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that looked good.
2: Yep. Uh, shout out to Stephanie. Stephanie's the one that posted the picture of them going to uh,
3: Fredo's. Thank you, Stephanie. We appreciate that. All right. One one thing I want to mention before we get to Ask mm-hmm. a Fat. I've mentioned Crossroads uh, on mm-hmm. Madison a couple times on this podcast. So the CHGO Blackhawks crew went there uh, this week and uh, Mario ordered a burger, but he also got corn bites. They're called corn bites. So they're okay. like little deep fried balls of corn. They're amazing. It's like sweet corn fried. Mm-hmm. And then it came with this dip and we couldn't figure out what it was. It was a maple honey dip. Okay. So it was like a little like a, a glaze, but not like as thick as honey. It was like a little bit lighter than that to mm-hmm. dip these corn bites in. Oof! If you go to Crossroads, make sure you get those corn bites with that maple honey dip. It's fantastic. I it's am hmm, so I
2: may be in it having an opportunity to be near there in the next couple weeks. Well, if so you're there, you better call me. That. I'm
3: right there. Well, yeah, well,
2: I might be right there. Really? Yes, it's a possibility. Like right no. there?
3: Like the same office?
2: Yeah, like the Bulls guys were like, hey, do
3: you want to come on someday?
2: Yes! So yes! So someday I will, I will be there <laughs> to do a podcast.
3: That would be great. Uh, yes. Try to go between Monday and a Wednesday because that's when I'm there. Okay. Actually, next week I'm there every day. It, it wouldn't it's... be
2: next week because I think they're at Summer League now.
3: Oh, yeah. We have, uh, if you do care about hockey, Mm -hmm. CHGO Blackhawks is going to be all over it. We've got the draft Thursday and Friday. We'll be live for the first round on Thursday, and then the second and third rounds on Friday. Then we'll also do a post draft reaction show on Friday night. Then the next week we're a prospects camp, and then free agency starts on Wednesday. It's going to be a crazy two weeks. So make sure uh, you are tuned in to CHGO. Did they trade to Brinkat yet? No. Did they get the top five picks yet? No. I think. So, all right, because a lot of people probably just heard that and are like, why the hell would they trade to Brinkett? And we're talking about it a lot because the rumors won't go away. The reason is because if you can get into like a top three pick and another first round pick and probably several really solid prospects, you're probably actually accelerating your rebuild um, by making that trade um, because you're probably going to get those. Whatever your pieces you add will probably become your top four prospects, Mm -hmm. which is shows you how bare the cupboard is right now for the Hawks because Stan Bowman sucks. Um, <laughs> but we're, no, we're not advocating just like trading him just to trade him. It would be what uh, one hockey analyst called a franchise ruining trade. That's how much wow. they would get back for him, allegedly. So we'll see. Wow. Anyway, see, it's not what you called? That's
2: what us people that know about <laughs> hockey can talk about.
3: Yes. All right. Let's get to the ask a fat, shall we? Mm-hmm.
0: The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now.
3: Thought I would change it up this week. Yes. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Make sure if you have a comment for the fat phone, 708-858-3314, or you can email us, i'm fatpod at gmail.com. Here's Charlie with this week's bacon report.
0: Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, barbecue, chorizo, and raspberry chipotle bacon. For Bacon Jams, we have the original, the bourbon, and the peach habanero. As always, we have the uh, t-shirts, hockey jerseys, stickers, and winter hats. But coming soon, probably at the end of the summer with the way that the uh, supply chain is going. uh, But some new ball caps are coming in. Take a few uh, sneak peeks of those in the next couple of weeks. Give you guys the full, full picture when I get one. I appreciate everybody's patience uh, this week. The family did get COVID uh, finally. Yes, Sasha, too. You did. I know. Yep. Yep. So she says, thanks a lot for your patience. For the Bacon Report, this is Sasha, and I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Charlie the Bacon Baby. That's adorable.
2: Already trying to sneak (laughs) onto the podcast. I mean, I get it. She's going to take over with Addy at some point. Yep. I got you. you you span the generations a little bit there cool
3: it's a family business but, we gotta hand right. it down
2: yeah of course
3: <laughs> well get yourself some bacon from charlie and sasha of course uh it is there's no COVID in the bacon that's not the special batch this month um i have seen the hats the mock-ups of the hats and they are sweet i will wear one of those faux show sure. Uh, and the winter hats if you're if you can even think about that right now right. look great too they're really awesome black uh, knit caps are fantastic you want to rob a bank perfect hat for it just perfect <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie the bacon guy at so you Gmail can get more com. money so you can pay for more bacon. <laughs> exactly yeah. It all it's all cyclical uh, Charlie the bacon guy at gmail.com at Charlie the bacon guy on Instagram or at CZ the bacon guy on Twitter place your order get what you want stock up Uh, Again, special orders are available if you order enough. So get some people together and get whatever you're looking for. Uh, Charlie's bacon is out of this world, and so many of you have tried it, and we appreciate that. So keep trying it. All right, first voicemail.
1: Hey there, Jay and Rick. It's Tom, proud fat from the 815. Just wanted to talk to you guys about uh, graduation party food. Uh, My oldest daughter graduated from high school this past May. So we've been doing the graduation party circuit, doing a lot of good eating. Uh, obviously, the pulled pork, there's other sandwiches, and tacos in a bag have been kind of a mainstay for some of the parties we've been to. But I happened to come across one on Sunday where it was Build Your Own Mac and Cheese Bar featuring some pretty tasty mac and cheese. There was some uh, rotisserie chicken there. To place with your mac and cheese, as well as the uh, French fried onion bits, barbecue mm. sauce, bacon, um, yeah. also extra cheese, and broccoli for those that wanted it. Just wanted to say that the mac and cheese bar was a huge hit with me. And uh, my question for you guys is, what are your top five graduation party foods? All right. Uh, look forward to hearing your answer. See you guys. Bye.
3: Oh, that sounds good i like the extra that, cheese by the way <laughs>
2: yeah yeah that's very us yeah. now the thing is i don't know about you jay but uh it's been a minute since i've been to a graduation party yep. because like like i remember i have a vague memory of some of them from when i graduated high school my biggest memory is stupidly not real well i didn't realize there was going to be basketball and people playing so i'm like i can play i'm wearing sandals
0: oh
3: Yep.
2: Definitely rolled my ankle pretty good. Yeah. There. So uh, yeah. So someone's mom was nice
3: and got me the old ice. But uh,
2: for that, like if we're just thinking like more catering type thing. Yeah.
3: That's, uh, if it comes in a steel, uh, not a steel pan, but a, yeah. <laughs> a tinfoil <laughs> pan. Right. Uh, yes. Right. That's, that's what we're talking about.
2: Yeah. You eat out of it and then you
3: play music out of it. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> um, I think if I wanted to be slightly unique, I would go the barbecue route.
3: Yeah, like a big thing of pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's pretty solid. Can't yep, argue that's with probably,
2: that. And then you know you get yourself some cornbread, whatever other sides you want to get. Like you know you probably still have like a fry or something along those lines. But yeah, have whoever the graduate is pick a few things out. But also the fact that the graduation circuit is not a lie at all. Oh, for like, sure.
3: Yeah, it's nonstop.
2: Like I I remember that for, from high school where it's like you you go from like doing nothing to then having like almost an entire month be like oh my weekends are exclusively going from this party to this party to this party to this party mind you, not complaining no it was a lot of fun but it really is and then like after that month it's like oh like <laughs> this is back to like normal dead time summer and then you're it's like oh i gotta get ready for college
3: yeah uh for me it was eighth grade that was like the because I, I so I went to school with the same people from like preschool to eighth grade. Okay. So they were our only friends and everybody was, even though there were like cliques and better friends and stuff, True. everybody was close. Everybody knew each other. So we would just jump party to party. And, um, like I remember we ended up in my, in, in my parents' house in the pool, everybody in their clothes, just swimming in the pool. Like eighth grade was, that was when I was cool. That's when I peaked 1992. Okay. Um, it's been downhill <laughs> since then, but <laughs> that's, that's when I peaked. Um, And that was a lot of fun, but yeah, your barbecue call is great. Uh, I'm always a sucker for like the big pan of fried chicken. Yeah. Um, be it from like, I remember Brown's used to have the best catering chicken, but Brown's are so hard to find now. Hey, um, they're really (laughs) tough to find, but any, like the jewel, even the jewel chicken and stuff like that is fantastic. Um, of course the Italian beef, Mm -hmm. that's an easy one. Crowd pleaser, um, um and then yeah you got to have a mac and cheese you got to have a good solid side even like a pasta salad i'll take now and again but remember last week i was at a graduation party and that's where those tacos came Mm -hmm. from um damn it i said it wrong last week now i'm gonna forget what it is again i actually corrected myself on on the old twitters and hopes like it wasn't that it was this you ass. like i can't think of it those camales oh that's it yeah
2: See, like, how do you take your, because, like, I have my, like, one notebook that now that I don't have as much to do, I don't go through as much, so I can just, like, flip back a couple pages and find last week and be like, oh, yeah, we talked about X.
3: Yeah, know? I keep it usually in a... An um, ecstasy. An, iP- an iPhone note. Okay. So every week I delete what we talked about and add more. Mm-hmm. So I should probably keep them. I, this week I did write it down. I have everything okay. my field notes. Um, but, yeah, I, I forget. But I think, yeah, I think we got pretty much everything covered in Mm -hmm. terms of oh uh papa joe's there's one in oak lawn and i think there's one in orland their Uh lemon chicken is just a fantastic and then sometimes like when you get that they'll have like the vesuvio potatoes that come with it like in it like kind of floating in the yeah that's really solid that might be my number one but it's like very specific to that place yeah yeah all right i feel good about that list
4: Hey, vets. I uh, got uh, two things for you today. This is Blake from Oak Park, sorry. Uh, one, food tradition want to throw out there. After uh, Thanksgiving dinner, we uh, go bowling for some reason, and uh, that's tradition. But we have uh, pizza dip after that. My Aunt Gail's pizza dip is uh, fantastic. What is that? Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask was, uh, have you guys seen the bear on uh, Hulu? <clears throat> or FX, maybe. FX, Hulu, Bolto, whatever. Uh, it's a show about a guy who's Philip from Shameless. His uh, brother dies, leaves him a beef restaurant. He starts up the beef restaurant, but he's like a classically trained chef, tries to make it all uh fancy and uh anyways. Filmed inside of Mr. Beef on uh Orleans Avenue has a nice montage at the end of the last episode with uh famous beef stands, uh Parkies, uh Johnny's beef, uh Mister Beef. Anyways, yeah. You have a favorite beef stand, and uh, have you seen the show? It's uh, definitely worth watching. So it's all about Chicago. They have a nice little fight about ketchup. So yeah, just wondering if
3: you had any thoughts on that. All right, have a good one. Bye. Uh, yes, we have both watched the Bear. Rick, I know, finished it. I am on episode three. Um, there's w- eight. Yeah, there's eight. We won't spoil it, but no. it, let's say this: if you're into this podcast, you're going to love the Bear. And I've mm-hmm. heard like food industry people say it is like the most accurate depiction of what working in a place like that is actually like, yeah. um, like the chaos of it. And if you've ever read Rick, I don't know if you ever read, have you ever read kitchen confidential by Anthony I, Bourdain? I haven't. You, you should totally, I, I'm not a big reader. I just, I don't have the attention mm-hmm. span for it, but I, I read yeah. that book in like two days. I loved okay. it. Just, it's really a behind the scenes look at how the culinary industry works and it's great. Um, but this show is it's high paced like they really do a good job of like capturing the manic energy of a kitchen and like all the different personalities trying to work together and then also there's this great dramatic storyline that's like coinciding with it but um he he, blake summed it up really well it is Mm -hmm. um lip from shameless takes over his brother's restaurant after he commits suicide um and he is like a classically trained like high-end chef that tries to come in and revitalize the Chicago beef stand but the the cooking scenes are just oh yeah oh my
2: god <laughs> it's, it's so and and this is this is the basketball uh person in me showing where uh watching the wire uh made me like kind of more aware of this of the wire having when the, you ask any of the people that were on it or wrote in it or whatever that the main character was the city of Baltimore
3: yeah yep
2: it's not it's not the main character in this but the city of Chicago and the food in and of itself are main characters right in this may be not the standout number one like Baltimore in the wire but like there's so many references in there like but this it's, it's mean... also not forced exactly yeah. it's just part of it like in the middle of it's later but it doesn't spoil anything like you have one person be uh mini minoso's name gets brought up Mm -hmm. and then one of the people in the kitchen goes who's mini minoso and everybody jumps on him and just like is (laughs) rattling off mini minoso stats and just like anecdotes and stuff and just like that type of thing where it's like you hope everybody appreciates it but if you are in or from the chicago area you don't even have to be from the city in and of itself but like just the area you get the vibe you lo- like it's it's so good and without spoiling anything like towards the end like a lot of the dynamics really really hit like full disclosure like i 100 percent teared up at different points in both of the last episodes
3: um, yeah, I have not gotten that far yet, but I, I can see that as coming. Um, but if you like aside from Chicago being the star, you could see a lot of the uh, actors are getting the accent down. And yes. the guy who plays Richie, his name is Eben Moss Bachrock. He says Jag off in the most Chicago way. Yeah, he <laughs> it's, does. it's perfect. He's, yes, got he it, does. He's, he's got
2: it down. He was one step away from saying Jagmere, Jaguar.
3: <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> jag off. He, he's got it down. And yeah, uh, yeah it's. I, I always like whenever places are like, it's a great Chicago show. I, I always sort of meet that with like an eye roll because mm-hmm. I, I hate when it's forced down your throat.
1: But right. they do a or, great job
3: of capturing like. The vibe and the culture of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never been to Chicago, and I think most of our listeners have, but there's probably a good por- portion that haven't, it just captures the energy of the city very, very well. Um, and I know, like, from people outside of Chicago and Chicagoland, your image is like constant gunfire in a war zone. And it's yeah. just its just not the reality. Like, that's it, right. In, and it's a horrible problem. I'm not downplaying it at all, but it's in very isolated parts of the city mm-hmm. that are incredibly impoverished. That are forgotten by, or they're either forgotten by or completely corrupted by politicians. Uh, it's it's places that basically the infrastructure has abandoned, yes. uh, and it's by design. Like look up redlining; it's it is a real thing. Like the mm-hmm. Dan Ryan Highway, if you've ever been to U.S. Cellular, what is it called? Guaranteed Rate Field mm-hmm. literally separates like air, like races. Yep. Honestly, like it is the dividing line. Um, and a lot of Chicago is that way. So if you truly want to understand the problems in Chicago it's not just Chicago it's it's a huge thing that's been happening over hundreds of years so right um, but the, but the parts of the city depicted in the show are you know I think is it filmed in Mr. Beef on Orleans is that what Blake said that's what he said yeah, I, didn't I didn't know, know that. that
2: mind that. you I haven't looked I haven't really looked anything up either so another thing off of what you mentioned in terms of people saying it's a great Chicago show They never say, Oh, that's a great LA show. Oh, that's a great New York show. It's like, it's one of those times where I try to not let the coastal bias really get to me because it's just kind of the way things are. Yeah. And that's where production companies are and all that type of thing. But you know what? Like screw that. It's still the third biggest city in the country. So to treat it like, you know, give it like even Boston will give it like the, Oh, you're Chicago. That's adorable thing. Like, but screw you!
3: No, get like back. how about,
2: how about that? Yeah. Also, Boston. If the
3: Proud Boys marched through the streets of Chicago, they wouldn't be there long.
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's like you know what? It's it doesn't have to, you never hear anything say, oh, it's a great New York show, oh, it's a great LA show. No, you're not ha- you're not like patting the head of the Midwest here. This is a major metropolitan
3: yeah. city. Yep. Yeah. Good. Point. Put some respect on our name. Well said. Very well said. But yeah, h- cannot recommend the bear more. It's so good. Side note, uh, I've just finished season three of Barry uh, on HBO with uh, Mm -hmm. Bill Hader, and that is one of my favorite shows ever. And if you get a little, like, tired through the middle of the third season, it does drag a little bit in the middle, but the last two episodes are freaking brilliant. So finish Barry if you've not started it. If you've not started it, start it because it's great. All right. um, Let's get to the emails because we got quite a few of them.
0: Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans
3: Ask a fat is not currently sponsored. I'm fatpod if Gmail it, if Gmail <laughs> I'm fatpod at gmail.com if such things interest you. This one comes from Steve in Oak Park. He says my wife and I recently went to Portillos for the first time in a few months. Of course the beef and dogs are always great, but I've always been a huge fan of the Maxwell Street Polish. It always has a slight char, the sausage and hue is huge and juicy, freezing, and the grilled <laughs> onions and mustard are the perfect toppings. It's such a quality product, yet I never hear anyone talk about it being one of Portillo's best items. They also had their lemon cake back, which I hadn't seen in quite some time. I assume this is just summer availability. Maybe it's just a scarcity thing for me, but I've always preferred it over the chocolate cake shake. Oh, sorry, chocolate cake. What are some of the best less heralded items at well-known restaurants you think don't get the credit they deserve? That's from Steve in Oak park. Um, I mean, that's a really good call. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that at Portillo's too, Yeah, where like everyone talks about the beef and the hot dogs, but like the beef and cheddar, which you mentioned earlier is on a croissant. Yeah. And that's amazing. Even like their chicken tenders are awesome, which I know mm-hmm. sounds weird. Um, people love their salads if you're a salad person if you've got the the what is it Bertolini's or whatever it's called in there yeah um, it's
2: and they're giant like yeah, they give you huge. it's a huge salad
3: yes uh, but the, the Polish uh, as you mentioned is terrific too yeah there, there's so much good stuff at Portillo's otherwise mm-hmm.
2: you know what's a, a place that we mentioned already that's like that where it's like pretty much you can't go wrong whatever you get is uh the patio
3: that's correct Yes,
2: like you could get barbecue, you
3: could get. Well, yeah, uh, like I think a lot of people think patio is like just ribs. Yeah, it's not. It's got they great they burgers. Have a giant menu. Hope gets this chicken ranchero sandwich, which is like mm-hmm. a big grilled chicken breast, uh, ranch sauce, bacon. Like, and I'll tell you, like, when you go to patio, when you order, like, every time you go, you're gonna get the same thing. There's no yeah. like they're the most consistent restaurant ever. Uh, the mozzarella sticks are really good from there Ooh, i haven't had
2: those yeah those are really good i generally will get now like i'll go every once in a while and i'll like sit aside because hey I've got the time yeah so i'll um i might i've kind of turned into the person where if it's like a chill place like that i might actually uh bring some headphones or really just bring my earbuds listen to a podcast eat some lunch because yeah most of the time, I'm just going by myself anyway. So I might as well, like, have something to listen to. I'll get the brisket sandwich. I'll get the onion rings. And I
3: am set. Yeah. That is a place, too, where, like, older people just go and chill.
2: Oh, 100%. And they don't
3: bug you. It's it's very, yeah. like, I don't know. The patio is such a unique place. I it really you can't is. really compare it to anything. No. It's
2: almost like how, um, like... And maybe this is just my experience a place like uh colonial cafe used to be where it's like when i think what's a place that your older crowd for all the olds out there uh like what's the place the older crowd is probably going to go right that the place that the place that used to be open more in the 90s that i think of it for that now just has their own little like frozen items marie calendars yeah. That was a big place for the yeah. olds. Baker Square is a great place yeah. for the olds. Definitely. Still, I need to go to Baker Square and uh, get me a pie.
3: Oh, you know what? This reminded me, um, and I should <laughs> have mentioned this during the bear conversation, because watching the bear made me go get a beef sandwich. So we went to Nikki's at Beverly, which I've talked about, 105th and Western. Yeah. And usually I go in and get their buffalo tenders because they're just amazing. Um, but this week I got their Italian beef, which was great. And I want to try their pizza puff. Like,
2: I haven't had a proper pizza puff in so long. I'm
3: going to send you a picture of this, and and Micah will put it up on the video stream here on the YouTube page. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not a big pizza puff guy, and I kind of want to start being blasphemous. (laughs) This is a picture I'm sending you of Addie's tenders, because she got the chicken tenders, and then half of the pizza puff. Really good, really flaky. So if you've been to Nicky's before, their menu is so huge that you might have just skipped okay, kind of the more like routine hot dog joint kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pizza puff was fantastic. It had like that really flaky crust. Yes. yes. And he's like, this is like eating a giant p- uh, pizza roll. I'm like, that's yeah. correct. That's, that's exactly g- what it's like.
2: Guess what I wolfed down before we started the podcast today.
3: <sighs> yeah, I'm imagining pizza rolls and I am starving because all I had to a- say was a ah, Pop-Tart and a beer. Oh. Yeah, I had, I had, had, uh,
2: Yeah, I had brunch pizza rolls pretty much.
3: What is your go to Pop Tart, by the way?
2: So it's always, so growing up, it was the s'mores.
3: Okay. Healthy. And
2: then I kind of went (laughs) to like the strawberry frosted.
3: I'm a big brown sugar cinnamon guy. Yeah. Those are, and that was like the third. If I
2: wanted to deviate from either, it was always that.
3: Yeah. I brought home last week a box of those and then a a box of the cherry. Mm -hmm. And Addie's like, don't bring the cherry home anymore. Just stick with the brown sugar cinnamon. I'm like, okay. All right, I was trying to be, you know, trying to diversify, but uh, I'm down. That's what I will get every time. Those are great. Yeah, twist your arm on that one. Yep. Uh, As far as fast food goes, two real quick things in terms Mm -hmm. of like off the menu, not typical stuff. The McDonald's buttermilk tenders, I think they're buttermilk tenders. They're like different from the nuggets. They're big breaded tenders. Those are really good. And Burger King has jalapeno cheddar bites. They're like just a side item. Those are delicious. Yeah, those are really good so there you I'm go i'm
2: trying to think if there's anything else i mean like wendy's it's like yeah the baked potatoes good i always forget they have that yeah the baked potatoes really good that used to be my mom's go-to we used to have a wendy's right down the street like one of those like crazy overpriced uh, franchised ones <laughs> yeah yeah but they had us because we were
3: they were right down the street and it was they really have candy. like the greenhouse windows remember those oh yeah wendy's used to have yeah
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> it was like Either there or I think there in Baker Square were the only two that would sometimes have those windows. Yep, because so. one
3: probably bought the other at some point.
2: <laughs> yep, pretty much. I think the one I the Baker Square I worked at had those windows, if I remember right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Baker did. Square was good. Big French dip guy. Yes. Ooh, All right. Yeah, their French dip is really good. Yeah, Anywho, yeah, let's rifle through the next we're one. Late. Oh, hey Jane and Rick, this is Kelly from Milwaukee. Hey. I heard a news story up here today announced <laughs> what the f- what the hell was that? What. Didn't you go like, hi? Hi. Hi.
3: hi Kelly. I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> Just threw what do you me want for me? A loop. I had a beer and a Pop-Tart today. I'm done.
2: It threw me for <laughs> a loop. Uh, this is Kelly from Milwaukee. I heard a news story up here today announcing this year's Sporkies nominees at the Wisconsin State Fair. And yep. I remember the awesome Between Two Fats interview that you did last year with the lady from the fair: Jen. The fair. Yes, Jen. It's Future the Jen Fair Camp. Uh- <laughs> You're an idiot. The fair has some great nominees this year and maybe some great new food too. I thought you'd both like to check it out at WISTatefair.com. Yes. Maybe you would even consider a road trip for a chew the fat installment. Yes. The fair is until August 4th through the 14th. So you have some time to plan I'm okay. originally from Chicago and I've always listened to the score, but I'm currently boy, Ooh. boycotting out of loyalty to the Rick, to the Rick, <laughs>
3: the Rick. The Rick. Oh god, what a douche. I got if I ever For the record, Kelly's email does not say The Rick. It does it not. It just says Rick.
2: If I ever in a serious manner actually say that, <laughs> just punch me in the face. All I don't right. care who you are. If I if I say that in a serious fashion about
3: myself, just just no well the the who Anywho- you sent me a picture of the rick today before the show <laughs> picture of rick playing uh, uh. edward 40 hands wearing oh, only a vest and aviators oh yeah, yeah. the douche yeah, levels were was, high
2: oh man in college yes yeah That's and i thing. had the i had the necklace on that had my uh fraternity letters on it it a puka and... shell necklace no it wasn't puka All shell right, good. i actually made a point because here's my thought process at the time boy that puka shell necklace is douchey you know what i'm not gonna do that <laughs> that's, your, that's your line i'm totally not douchey with this necklace
3: uh, <laughs> we'll post that a picture moron. too we'll post that picture too yeah, all right kelly yes well. we're coming we'll be there meet us yes,
2: we'll, we we'll be there we'll, we'll very likely talk to jen
3: all right um let's go to we're gonna skip russ's sorry russ we love you but we'll get to it another time Uh, Just because we're short on time and you're a producer and you understand these things. Uh, This one is from Darby. uh, Also signed Devil Doll. Um, I can't believe it took me this long, but I finally tried the Portillo's chocolate cake shake and it was everything I dreamed it would be and more. I bought it as a reward for myself following an unpleasant medical procedure. Oh, I hope everything's okay. And consumed it in the car on the way home. Once I had slurped up all the delicious cake shake goodness, I was left with a couple inches of cake packed in the bottom of the cup. But being a true veteran fat, I remembered I had a spoon in my purse. (laughs) Nice. And was able to scoop out every last morsel of cake. There should be a badge for this, like the Girl Scouts. Yours in fatness. Darby, she says, in my defense, I live in Wisconsin, so for many years I had limited access to Portillo's. Uh, I just love the fact that Darby has a spoon in her purse for emergency purposes. That's
2: incredible. (laughs) Fantastic. That's, yeah. I don't don't know what the badge would be for that, but fat badges
3: Hmm. Mm, that could be fun Mm. (laughs) the badge of honor yeah yeah
2: (laughs) we'll we'll have to take that under advisement yeah
3: i like that idea
2: all right last one here from michael hey guys i recently visited the phoenix area for the first time and couldn't help but notice all the big name fast food places when i was there it seems like phoenix is the is inner is the intersecting point i can read i swear to God is the intersecting point for a lot of regional fast food chains. I saw In-N-Out, Whataburger, Culver's, Shake Shack, Portillo's, and even Waffle House while I was there. Have you come across any other areas in the U.S. with this many places in one location?
3: Mm. I mean, it makes sense because it's where people from the Midwest move. Yeah. And people from, you know, the Northwest move. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want all their... Loved places there, which which makes sense. I would, I mean, I would say Florida, but a lot of these places are all, are not in Florida. So th- I would think this Kinda is unique. Yeah, this is the. Pl- like, you're right. All those places are in Phoenix, and usually, like you can say, Culver's is Midwest. You know, Portillo's is Midwest. Waffle House mm-hmm. is in the South. In and Out is West Coast. I think Whataburger is West Coast too i think so and shake shack i'm not really sure where they originated but yeah that's that is kind of the intersection of fast food that said still not going there
2: yeah that said (laughs) still like 110 (laughs) degrees yeah
3: i'm good i would actually
2: be okay with this well i've see i never got to go out this is the other bs about me getting laid off i never got to go out to spring training you never got the perks no i never got any of the perks of the job except you know Pre-show meetings and mm. meetings when I walk in the door to question my thoughts. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> everybody enjoy well by the time you're listening to this, hope you enjoyed your fourth of July. I'm publishing it immediately.
3: It's oh, coming okay. out. It'll be out by 1:30 PM. No one cares. All right. Because we're just talking, but yes, it'll be out today.
2: Cool. All right. So follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod i'm fat at gmail.com thank you for all of the emails this week that's awesome 708-858-3314 to leave a uh message on the fat phone patreon t public all that stuff youtube.com slash i'm fat podcast send the subscription there subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe and resubscribe rate and review as well we're getting ever closer to that 500 review mark That is yes. really nice to be able to uh to hit there so if you have not done so please do and the biggest thing you can do to help us out is support our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of orland park and fredo's culinary kitchen so for today i'm rick this is the i'm fat podcast
1: all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today (laughs)